0: Welcome to Battle Pets you guys It has been so long But no it's that time Yay we've got the cocoa We've got the blankets I'm not Ben it's time for Box 4
1: That's right you're not Ben Because I'm Ben and you're a Ludra Although (gasps) I, I actually don't have any cocoa I've got some coffee and I gotta say It's nice and warm and toasty Which totally goes against every sort of Bit of temperature outside right now
0: Yeah yeah oh my gosh it's so hot outside but that's why we have climate control
1: and our imaginations
0: Uh, imaginations are awesome yes because now i can imagine it's so cold i need a blankie yeah
1: lactose-free chocolate milk is also awesome it is we've had this discussion yes i know i just no, it's not oat milk at all. It's real milk. It's just lactose free. Oh, so good. So good. In fact, the, I've
0: tried several and I just they're not clicking with me.
1: There's one at Target. I'll get you the brand. It's it's literal milk. just Lactose free. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I, I'll get you the brand. It's so good. Ooh. So good. But anyways, Ooh. box war time. The drawbridges Yay! are lowered. The gates are still kind of down because of, you know, social distancing and delta variants and stuff. But we're here. We're here to talk about fun stuff. And by cracky, I'm going to jump in first. I'm going to steal the show. And oh,
0: oh, look at this. Yeah. Yeah.
1: I'm just going to jump in and say that it came out technically yesterday or today. There's a mm-hmm. new Suicide Squad movie out. I got to watch it because. It was available yesterday for whatever reason on a Thursday. I'm not going to argue with that. Um, I'm not going to say anything about spoilers. What I will say, though, is that James Gunn directed and wrote. He also did the the two Guardians of the Galaxy movies in the MCU, which mm-hmm. uh, I, I think I don't know if we've talked about it, but I've decided that Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2 is my favorite MCU movie. Absolutely mm-hmm. love it. It is the top of the pack for me. Love it so much top of the pac-man for you oh yeah so <laughs> top of the miss pac-man uh i don't know what that even is supposed to mean. <laughs> anyways um so i'm like okay well suicide squad the first movie was a train wreck i don't know if you ever watched it it was i tried i
0: tried i just i couldn't man. train
1: wreck
2: i couldn't <laughs>
0: There are some scenes that I saw in the preview, like Joker laughing, circled by knives. <laughs> and it's like, oh, Joker, yeah, did you meticulously lay out? the? It's so distracting because I'm like, did you meticulously spend 45 minutes laying out those knives so you could laugh in a circle of them? Or did you have two henchmen lay out those knives meticulously so you so could you laugh in a them circle? Around.
1: Yeah. The Jared Leto Joker, I am not a fan of. Not a fan. I do not like. Not a fan. I. I well, I Joker's also don't like Jared Leto, is... so that's part of it.
0: I don't like him either. I don't like yeah. him either. He's just not
1: not an actor
0: okay (laughs) like when you look at him you wonder are you okay and and i don't like looking at people and wondering if they're okay
1: yeah he does not seem to be okay and this is us totally judging him without knowing him but you know what yep he's a celebrity so i'm gonna do it um that being said, going away from train wreck of first Suicide Squad. And if you like the movie, great. You know what? Yeah. Someone out there, it's someone's favorite movie. Yeah. I am not saying not that you're everything. wrong. I'm saying my my view of it is it's a train wreck.
0: Yeah, here's how I, I look at this stuff. It's like not everything is for me. Like oh, yeah. Jared Leto, clearly not for me. Oh, yeah. Um, the he first a, Suicide Squad movie.
1: Yeah, Jared Leto has a very specific audience. I don't know what that audience is, but it's
2: out there.
0: And I'm not it. And you know, it's okay for things to exist that aren't for me, mm-hmm. you know, football, not for me, yeah. but I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna hate anybody who likes any, who likes on it yeah, or something. Exactly. It's just not for me. Exactly.
1: Suicide Squad, the new version that came out in 2021 though, I gotta say, I really liked it. Um, it, I don't think it's like, it's really hard to compare or it's really hard to really put it uh, as a standalone movie when it's the rest of the DCEU. And then Mm -hmm. you, you look at the MCU. So it's hard to kind of judge it on its own based on that. Um, I would say that it, 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 it it could fit into the Marvel cinematic universe at one of the, the lower end ones. Like
2: Mm -hmm.
1: it's funny. It's fun. Like there's a whole sequence that I absolutely love. And then the end, Bit of the joke of it just made me just bust up laughing. Loved it. Thought it was great. Um, Yeah, there's bits of it. That it's neat. I like the story. The actors are great. The direction's great. Like it's it's the best DCEU movie, period, in my opinion. Wow. So, yeah, you know what? If you got HBO Max, it's free. And uh, if you have kids that are able to watch our movies, throw it on it is definitely yeah. an r movie. um anyways, i just want to toss that out there cuz i i had fun with it and you know what, i am all for enjoyment of things and having fun.
0: yay, yeah. me too. i am as well. yeah. i'm glad i'm glad i know somebody who watched it though because, mm-hmm. you know, after the first one i'm kind of oh, like, mm-hmm.
1: so bad. so bad.
0: Uh, I was reading about the how they had to make like the king shark. They had to change his. He's so uh, great. Yeah, but they had to change what kind of shark he is because in mm-hmm. the comics he's a hammerhead, and they <laughs> yeah. kept having this problem. Like, where do you look on a hammerhead? You know, if you're far away, it's not a big deal because you know you're yeah, far enough but, away. But its but eyes if you're are
1: on the
2: close, side,
0: yeah, yeah, the, and there there's a very big gap in between them, and so it works in comic books because you don't really have the problem of where do you look Mm -hmm. you just look
1: exactly well and it works really well that uh the harley quinn cartoon also has him as a a a great white A great white yeah so it it works i mean that's the only way i knew the character so when i found out that it was originally Mm -hmm. a hammerhead i'm like oh no totally makes sense um yeah king shark is great like seriously all the characters in there are great john cena is a Fun actor at times. Like I don't know if you've seen him in other stuff, but like if he's in there for I've a comedic seen him yelling
0: role, yelling John Cena a lot.
1: I don't know if he actually yelled it or if it's just the thing that happened on that one call, like or his entrance. I don't know any of that, but I will say that like in the movies that he's been in, he's actually like a really good comedic actor. So he fit in this really well and his characters, hysterical. That's cool.
2: Yeah, Andres elba's in
1: it, and you know he's amazing. He's great. Mm -hmm. Um, One of the things that I was worried about is that this would be just another Harley Quinn vehicle where she just kind of overtakes everything. And she's got a story in it, just like a lot of the different characters do. But she doesn't take over the movie. You know, like there's a a good balance of it. And she's really good and funny. And like Mm -hmm. there's so much about it that it's it's woven together in a way that James Gunn can and like masterfully done so that everybody kind of gets their due. Um cuz like one of the big things with the First Guardians movie is that a lot of people didn't know anything about any of these characters and he was able to give them all like you know yeah, depth Guardians and Yeah, Guardians of the
0: Galaxy is not an important book mm-hmm. in the oh, Marvel yeah. universe. It is a dumb book in the Marvel universe like Exactly.
1: And so he was able to like, take those characters uh, and really like give the them big heart and red stuff the
0: fish fin that yeah. the guy Mary Poppins should have had hmm mm-hmm. they're really dumb <laughs> exactly you know what? my brother and me were talking about it recently he's like nobody freaking cares about guardians of the galaxy he's like i don't even my brother collects like so many comic books so many that he's thought about mm-hmm. literally opening up a charity to get rid of some of these comic books he has so many comic books and he, he's like <laughs> i don't have guardians of the galaxy why would i buy that it's trash but now <laughs> like, oh. and then they go to read guardians of the galaxy and they're always disappointed because they're thinking yeah, it's star lord. like, like star lord wasn't even a huge part of it yeah like, not not for... at first
1: it took a long time yeah. before he was on the like team.
0: remember remember when star lord was cyclops's or guardians of the galaxy was Cyclops's dad he's like yeah <laughs> yeah,
1: exactly. So the fact that, that James Gunn was able to take those characters, give them so much you've heart. Got, well, He's great. You've got
0: at, a blank slate well, at yeah, that point. like You could do anything. The, the point
1: is, is that it's a multitude of characters in a um, ensemble movie and they each mm-hmm. mattered and he took the time with them and it it worked really well. He's very good at doing that go-to. Yeah, but I felt
0: in the second one they got a little Flanderized. I don't think so, you know? because
1: I still think it's way better, and I love them so much for it. Um, But going into Suicide Squad, it's a whole ton of characters that I knew nothing about, because I'm not a DC fan. Um, and you know, he, he really dials in some stuff and works really well. And again, it's a very good ensemble cast. It doesn't mm. have the heart that the Guardians does, but
0: no they're bad guys yeah, exactly
1: they're exactly because exactly. they're all they're doing good
0: things in a bad guy way yeah
1: so like that's the only thing that i'm like kind of like eh. but i mean they're bad guys so it makes sense you're right but it's still he's able to 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 really take that ensemble and work well with him like i i mm-hmm. gotta give him tons of credit for it so good job james gunn yeah. so yeah that like i said that's all i'm gonna say don't want to talk about specifics don't want to spoil it for everybody but i i do recommend to watch on in fact i might watch it again tonight
0: Ooh, ben look at you well it's funny night oxford and a movie i know right even after all that spooky boy talk we had don't
1: bring that up
0: (laughs) i don't want to be scared tonight we were talking about our favorite internet spooky boys. We might, we might do a whole show about it Maybe later. Maybe when let's we just can say, record
1: during the day.
0: Yeah, yeah. Let's just say we both spooked each other out so much. <laughs> so yeah, we'll do a spooky boy episode. But like Ben said, when we can record during the day, and it seems all yeah. funny and and all good. Because at night, spooky boys get real at night.
1: Well, and here's the thing too: is like. I don't want to have to just have the the episode be okay. It's your turn to talk, and I take my headphones off for a while, and then you point at me, and then I put them on, and then you take yours off while I talk for a while because we'd like to communicate. Ben and
0: I, Ben and I are very big chickens, but it turns out we both <laughs> like Internet Spooky Boys. We just have very different Spooky Boys, and ah. Uh, anyway, yeah. yes, I'm moving on because my husband's knees <laughs> <it> scare
1: me. <laughs> Yeah, well, I it's just me and two cats right now. So at oh, any time.
2: No,
1: you don't need that. Yeah, I don't need that. But anyway, so, that. so that's something that I've watched that I've enjoyed. Uh, what about you? Are you watching anything new?
0: Streaming stuff. Yes, I have been um, streaming. Uh, first, I watched Manifest. Ooh. Ooh, I've heard really good things spent... about that. <laughs> okay, so true story. I'm watching the first episode of Manifest. I'm like, this guy is so familiar to me.
1: Well, hold on, really quick. Manifest is the show where like people just randomly disappear. Wait, wait, wait,
0: no, 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 no. I'll get to that, but I'm just like,
2: okay, sorry, sorry. He kind
0: of reminds me Captain America. Why is this guy reminding me of a low budget Captain America? He was in Once Upon a Time as Prince Charming, and I watched almost (laughs) every episode of that show. Well, there you go then. They're calling him low budget Chris Evans. So (laughs) Manifest stars stars the guy, and uh, it's about a, a plane that it was coming back from Jamaica, and en route back to New York, it just kind of blinked out of existence. And everybody was like, oh, my God, what? The plane. The people were on the plane because they were mostly people who were bumped from an earlier flight. Oh. And so they had families. So there's a link. Yes. So, like, families were split up in these because, you know, hey, if you if you take this later flight, you'll get five hundred dollars. And it was like that's a lot (laughs) of money yes and you know it it really revolves about this one family because it was a generational family vacation there was mom and dad
2: Mm
0: -hmm. who side characters and then there was a brother and a sister and they're both adults and then the brother had a whole family a wife and twin children a boy and a girl so they weren't identical and then the sister is going through stuff but she's going to get married and so then the guy his sister and his son all take the later flight for various reasons some of it was the money come on yeah and so and they're on a plane it hits some crazy turbulence and then then they they land and they think okay and but no it's not okay cuz they've been gone for 5 years Eesh. five years five years homeland security is stripping this plane <laughs> and there's nothing on it that was made the day after it went missing like the newest stuff on it was made the day before oh and, no
1: they were affected by the blip from the, yeah. from endgame oh yeah. okay yeah
0: yeah totally so <laughs> they're all freaking out and it turns out so the story is What I thought I was getting into mostly was a story about, you know, people readjusting to life. Kind of like after a Marvel blip. Because, like, the one kid has a twin. He's, like, eight or nine. The twin is 15 now, you know? It's like, (laughs) sister's 15. And then there's this thing that's going on where the wife is kind of eventually, after three years, move on. Yeah. She's not a bad person for moving no, on. definitely it not. It took her a long time to get to there, but she's been seeing somebody and it's like, "Oh my god." <laughs> and then the sister comes back and finds out her fiance married her best friend. Oh. Uh-huh. Now, now
1: to these people, they it is just literally to these like These people it was no time Turbulence. Passed. Yeah.
0: Turbulence and then the plane landed on time. Oh, my God.
2: Oh, yeah. man. And then
0: then it turns out they're hearing their own voice in their head telling them to do stuff.
1: Oh, that's like, creepy.
0: Yeah. So, like, she was on a bus and she's just trying to come to grips like, I just told this guy I was going to marry him.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: And and her own voice says, slow down. And she just kind of looks around and goes, Okay. And then it's it's louder and more insistent, slow down. So she goes, um, excuse me, can you slow the bus down? And the bus driver, of course, is a New York bus driver. So he's like, no. <laughs> and then then it's like getting, it's yelling at her. And she, she gets up and starts yelling, you need to slow down. He hits the brakes to eject her. And a little kid darts out that second in front of the bus. Oh, man. <laughs> So not only that, they all think they're going insane.
1: <laughs> so they're they have premonitions.
0: Yes, they do. That then, it, you know, she tells her brother about it, and he's like, "You need to ignore this because whatever we've got enough going on without people think we're insane." She's like, this "Is this happening to you?" He looks her dead in the face, and says, "No," and then later she she heard the same voice again, and it was saying, "Set them free," and she thought it was the dogs at the metal yard right so every time they went by this metal yard she here set them free so she comes back in the middle of the night and and just to make sure it's really happening and she's gonna she she tries to break into the metal yard and her brother pulls up and in his suv and he's like what are you doing here and she's like i heard the voice again and he's like she's like wait how'd you know i was here and he just stands there for a minute. And he reaches in the car and pulls out some bolt cutters and goes, I heard set them free, so I came to set them free. <laughs> they had a screaming match in the middle of the yard in the middle of the street about this. They let the dogs out and go. Turns out the scrapyard owner had kidnapped two little girls and was hiding them in a shipping container oh, in the back man. of the scrapyard. So
1: because it let the dogs out, like cops came or something and found them?
0: Cops came. She was she's actually a cop and her her ex-fiance was like, We've got video of you letting them out. What the heck? And she's like making excuses so they so she goes back with him. He's like, Yeah, okay, so we know who did it, but if you it, so if you want to press charges. And the guy scrapyard guy of course is like. Nah I don't want to see anybody in jail. I'm just glad to have my dogs back. And she's there with him. And she's still hearing set them free. So she follows like the voice trail. Through the scrapyard. Oh, to the shipping container. And then is freaking out. Like trying to open it. and And the guy comes out with her fiance. And they're like what are you doing? And she's like. We gotta open this now, and there's two little girls inside. And then he goes to deck, <laughs> deck them and attack them and wow, get away with it. So yeah, so I thought I was just getting into a, like a Marvel blip situation. Yeah, this is it's slightly different powers. Yeah,
1: just a little bit.
0: It's it's insane and it's nuts. And then it ended, and then it ended, ended. It turns out that. The show is over without it being over because they just suddenly got canceled.
1: Oh, I thought they had another season coming.
0: Nope.
1: (laughs) Oh, crap.
0: (laughs) So so what's going on in the end is there's this big thing coming and they figured out something to do with the time you've been gone and, and the time you have left or connected and... <laughs> to, they're, they're trying to avoid their end game fate and all this craziness is going on and you're like oh my gosh and it's still not resolved and then it ends and you're like cool well now I gotta wait like a peasant and then you're like nope it looks like there's not going to be any more.
1: Well, hopefully there will be like some sort of recap that from the, the creator who's like, this is what I was envisioning for season two, mm-hmm. like some sort of write up or something or to give the mystery. No, they're, it they're, was uh,
0: like season three or four is.
1: OK, so there is a couple of seasons. Think there's there.
0: not gonna, yeah, there's a few seasons and it's really cool. And I re- I'm a nerd for that kind of mystic element yeah. involved and not everybody who's on the plane hears the voices and and so you got to figure out who does and who doesn't yeah
1: see that i hate it when they, they have things that are unresolved like that so yeah. way back in 95 um mm-hmm. when star trek voyager came out mm-hmm. was, you know star trek voyager it's a star trek show woo yay
0: woo, Star Trek. the
1: hour after star trek voyager was a show called nowhere man and
0: hey I remember that okay
1: so okay I
0: remember the promos I didn't watch it oh but I remember okay the so, promos. so the whole oh, idea is that
1: me. this this photographer guy took a picture he wasn't supposed to take and basically his life gets erased to the point where like his wife doesn't know who he is um but then later in the first episode you find out she does know who he is and everything but there's danger in the, all the stuff and and they can't you know, they, them can't know that, you know, she, she, she talked to him, like all this stuff. And there's this whole conspiracy thing and and you dig deeper and deeper and find out more things. And like, uh, one of the last episodes I remember seeing is he gets to the the place that had the, where the picture was taken, but he's found like an unedited version where it was like, I don't know, senators being hung or something instead of like this weird gorilla, uh, execution, not, not gorilla, like, you know, ape gorilla, I like, like gorilla fighter first, but I yeah mean, yeah <laughs> like yeah. this weird like gorilla uh fighter execution happening in like cuba or something and like there's all these mysteries that are being unraveled and you learn more and like it's this really super intriguing thing and they canceled it after one season with nothing to resolve it at all and i was so mad about that because i was really invested in this show it was great and i'm just like okay well this sucks and you know there was for a long time like a whole like bring it back bring it back make make a like a made for tv movie to the end it to do all this stuff and like it it never happened and so every single time i see bruce greenwood in anything i'm like no more man because he was the star <laughs> and i'm just like yeah but
0: i want to know where your man went
1: yeah nowhere apparently um yeah. but so i think that's one of the reasons why i never fully engrossed myself into lost because lost was a show where you know it's like they had mystery upon mystery upon mystery they just kept doing i mean it's um what's j.j abrams's whole mystery box storytelling and stuff which i'm so mm-hmm. over because of Star Mm -hmm. Wars anyways, but like, you know, they throw out mysteries and stuff that are never resolved in that show or they're just like, oh, we've got a season left. We got to wrap all the stuff. Let's figure out what all this means. Like Mm
2: -hmm.
1: that sort of storytelling, like it's so unsatisfactory to me. Yeah. Whereas if they have something that is like, you know, tangible and you can actually figure out or follow or or, you know, stuff like that that is what's interesting it's like one of the reasons why wandavision was really cool because they actually led up to something
2: Mm
0: -hmm. as
1: opposed to lost which was well this season who knows oh there's a hatch now they they were
0: making that stuff up as they went along lost was the epitome of that Mm -hmm. but i I agree wandavision was a bunch of threads that came together and you're like wow lost i actually didn't (laughs) i i i didn't watch a season because it was like LOL so random. Yeah. And it turned out uh, my husband was able to give me the recap in like a minute. 15 Yeah, 15 sentences at best, like and that's him really stretching it.
1: Yeah, cuz it's like, like wow. I watched the first season. I'm like this is really cool. I started watching the second season and nothing was resolved from the first. And then they added more on top. About halfway in the second, and I'm like, I'm done. they off half the
0: cast, uh, half the remaining cast. And then they add all these new people. Mm-hmm. That is what killed me about Lost. They kept adding people. I'm like, you can subtract. You cannot add to Mystery Island. Yeah,
1: exactly. Like, I skipped all of season three. I started watching some of season four, feeling like I hadn't really missed anything because I hadn't. Mm-hmm. And then just stopped watching it altogether. I tried going yeah. back to watch it again. I got like two episodes in. And I'm like, oh, yeah, this BS. I'm not doing this.
0: So I watched the last season and the ending was just so oh, yeah. especially, was so bad. Especially
1: after like the second season where, when everyone's like, oh, are they in Purgatory? And like, no, I guess now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, I mean, nothing's worse about that mystery box stuff than the the, the new Star Wars trilogy. Just. Oh, it infuriates me so much because the whole trilogy could have been good if they planned something out. If it wasn't, yeah. hey, here's the first movie, here's these mystery box elements, the next person needs to figure out what to do with it. Well, guess yeah, what?
0: Yeah, it was the baton that got passed. Yeah,
1: the next person did figure out what to do with it, and it was interesting and changed the narrative into something meaningful. And then the third movie's like, oh, we're going to kind of forget about all that. And then pick back up and then look at those mystery boxes again it's like you ruined anything that could have like been interesting
0: yeah i agree i agree i really like the fact that ray's parents in the second movie were revealed to be no one special yeah and that was you know at first i was like oh that's disappointing but then i really thought about it i'm like then anybody can be anything Mm -hmm. in star wars and then the very end with the kid with the broom just Mm -hmm. like that was important yeah and then they ended it with, oh, no, you're actually from this great Jedi family. And it's like, well, that's just a whole slap in the face from anybody can be anything to this. Yeah,
1: exactly. They turned in. Or they turned. Anybody can be anything. You you find your family
2: mm-hmm. and
1: all this stuff and turned it into. Oh, by the way, you're in this 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 lineage now and you're evil, but you can choose and you have to be good. To, yeah. It's yeah like,
0: you have to live this down and it's like she doesn't have to live down anything she she lived in a desert
1: yeah she already got through and learned these lessons if he had paid attention and mm-hmm. on top of all that bringing back Palpatine was the dumbest thing in the world um yep I still think that Ben Solo being the big bad of the third movie would have been an amazing story
0: mm-hmm
1: there's so much that could have happened. That was,
0: that was bloodlines versus no one. Mm-hmm. That was the setup, and and I liked that. You know, yeah. this kid was handed everything, and and he got beaten by by no one from nowhere. Yeah, because it doesn't matter in Star Wars. What matters is you, and I really liked that.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. That being said, there's two little bits that I absolutely loved about Ben Solo in last or the Rise of Skywalker, and it's when he's "Quote unquote redeemed and back on the light side, because he's got the Han Solo attitude, and
0: mm-hmm. I would have
1: loved a whole movie of him like that, like a whole trilogy yep. of him like that. It would have been great.
0: yeah would have added. He didn't to have it. to die. Yeah, we didn't have to die. Yeah. As a matter of fact, me and my husband were cracking up at his death scene because it seemed like that that comic that we often share with each other of a person diving in front of a person another person who's being shot out screaming no and then that first person bending over that person (laughs) going no and then that person contorting over that person screaming Mm -hmm. no so you end up with a human pretzel and a very confused shooter going what (laughs) (laughs) yeah
1: yeah Anyways, I didn't think that we'd jump into Star, Star Wars I
0: didn't think that based would happen off either. of
1: Manifest. So that's how our trains are running
0: right
2: now.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's how our trains are running. I like that. But no, it's a really good show, even though it doesn't really have an ending. You know, hold out hope. Netflix has yeah. picked up worse. That's true. That's <laughs> I true. Mean, Netflix has totally picked up worse. So I, I'm holding out hope for that. Uh, I enjoyed it. I, I still would have enjoyed it, even knowing that there wasn't an ending, you yeah. know, because, because, okay, so, Mr. wannabe Chris Ev- uh bargain bin Chris <laughs> Evans, okay, first off, he's cute. He He's very adorbed, and I really liked him in Once Upon a Time. He's got this way of acting that is, it's a little over the top, but it fits everything he's cast in. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? Where it's oh, yeah. just, like, no. <laughs> <Where there's>, there- <laughs> yeah, it's a li- He doesn't chew the scenery or anything, but you could see him doing it if they if they let him. <laughs>
2: yeah, no, I get it. I get it.
0: And it's just enjoyable sometimes watching stuff like that. So I really enjoyed it. Give it a look if you're into weird sci-fi uh, things like that. Uh, I I will probably rewatch it again someday, just because it's got a really cool premise. I just hope he gets wrapped up, honestly.
1: Okay. Poor man's Chris Evans is Josh Dallas, in case anybody was
0: wondering. Yes, I knew it was Josh, but I didn't know his last name, so I didn't want to throw it out there, because Josh calling an a uh, full-grown actor man Josh just <laughs> seemed...
1: No, I, I actually kind of understand, but uh, he also played Fandrill in uh, the Thor movie. So there you go. He's yes, part he of did. the MCU. Mm-hmm. Fun stuff. Um, uh, Which is
0: really funny because um, the guy who played uh, Robin of Loxley was also Foundrill in the F- MCU or something. Oh, really? And, yeah. He was <laughs> oh, also funny. Thor's buddy in the MCU, and it was really weird. And. <laughs>
2: <laughs> That's
1: interesting.
0: They replaced one. They replaced Robin Hood with Prince Charming.
1: Very true. Very true. Um, anything else you watching that you want to talk about?
0: Nah, I, I liked the Star Wars tangent we got on. Okay. I don't know how we're going to connect anything else that well.
1: Well, you know what? The thing is, is taking that Star Wars tangent. It really did take two of us to do. Um, so I appreciate your help with that. Uh, speaking of taking two people, there's a game mm-hmm. that uh, Nevermore and I played called TikTok: A Tale for Two. Um,
0: oh, really? I yeah. thought you were going back to It Takes Two again. No, no, this is like, a different ooh, game. More updates.
1: Uh, we did play more of it, which there's the space themed level that we've been playing through, and it's really cool looking and fun. We haven't mm-hmm. gotten, we haven't finished that yet because uh, we we're at very limited time with each other these days. So yeah. Um. But anyways, the other night uh, we were like, okay, well, we have some time. Let's go ahead and let's, you know, spend some time and do this. So it's something that she found online randomly. Uh, We both got it on the switch. It was like six bucks each. Um, But I think it's also on steam because it had uh, like, you know, advertisements for other things. And the thing is, is, you don't need to like friend code it up or be even like online together or anything. You just need to have access Mm -hmm. to your screen and also a way to communicate with the other person. So like if you had it on a, uh, your PlayStation, I don't know if it's available for it, but like if you had it on your PlayStation, we could talk over discord and I can be on my switch. You know, the idea is, is that it's a puzzle game, but you need to communicate with each other to figure out the different puzzles. Mm -hmm. And so we just kind of started up, oh, kind of
0: like that bomb disarming game that was kind, kind
1: of, kind yeah. of, but this is more like, uh, think escape room story, t- like story mode, and it's it's mm-hmm. really interesting because you start out in this town in in uh, I think like 1913 or something, and there's wow, like four different places you can ago. go, like think Miss style where you can go like you know straight, or if you go to the left, there's another scene you can go into, go mm-hmm. to left another scene. And uh, it has to deal with like time and uh, like one of the, the people that you're learning the story about is like a clockmaker and stuff. And it's it's a lot of fun.
0: Those crazy clockmakers get up to the worst shenanigans. Oh my gosh,
1: they did. They really did. Um, but the thing that's really neat is, is that like we we might both go into the house and what I have available to me is entirely different than what she has. And we have to kind of talk about it and work together to figure out a puzzle. So like she might have the clues for something on my side where I have the actual thing where I need to input different information or something like that. And we kept going through the, the game. We had a ton of fun with it and we were like progressing. Like you, you figure out a train route and then once you do that, a train appears and then you get on and then time moves forward. And then you kind of go through, do a whole bunch of stuff, figure out the train route again. Time moves forward to the, the final area when it's like 1937. And then you go through, you have to, to get to the top of this tower. And then like that's essentially the end of the game. The thing that's really neat, though, is that like anytime that we were really kind of stuck, we just kind of like stop for a second. Like, OK, what do we have on each other's screens? And I mean, we were sitting next to each other, so we could have showed each other and just been like, oh, well, I'm just going to figure this out. But no, we, we communicated the whole time and it worked out really well. And we had a ton of fun doing it. Um, there was only one puzzle that like stupidly it took me forever to be like, oh, if we do this at the same time, we have all of the answers as opposed to half the answers. And oh, is, no. is this machine where you had to like um, push a, a, a button that has a symbol and the, there's, like, a 20-digit code with these nine buttons that you can push. But the thing is, is that, like, you can start, you you push the right button, and then, like, on my screen, uh, the, the, the screen on the contraption, like, you start it up, and it's just dot, dot, dot. And then I push the right button. then the next button, or the next uh, sequence, a screen pops up that is, like, a clue on what the actual thing you need to push is. So you push it. And then the next screen that pops up for me was dot, dot, dot. What I totally didn't realize is that uh, when mine were dot, dot, dots, hers were the screen on what to push and vice versa. So it just flipped back and forth. It probably took us like 10 minutes of just going through trying to memorize. Like we would do the sequence and then figure out the next one. Like I got to the point where I was like 12 digits deep before I realized.
0: Oh, no. Anytime
1: it's dot, 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 it's going to be on her screen to know what it is. So, <laughs> yeah. Oh, wasted a little no, bit of time, no, no. but uh, once I figured that out, it's like, oh, okay. We then we just said, okay, we needed to define what what we're gonna say these are, in you know when when it comes up because there's like a wolf face, a moth, a snake, which are easy to say, but like there's one that is, it looks like a ladder. Where she thought it was like mm-hmm. railroad tracks. And I'm like, oh, okay, well, I can see railroad tracks. So, you know, we kind of determined which one to do. I'm going to sneeze any second now. Um, that's why I'm holding my nose like this. So if I sound funny, that's why. <laughs> but um, anyways, so. It is so a sight
0: to behold, listeners. It is
1: great. Um, but anyways, yeah, we got through and had a lot of fun with that. And like for six bucks each, it, you know, maybe a little pricey for like a two hour experience or whatever. But we had a lot of fun doing it. So. Mm hmm. You know, I recommend it. TikTok, a tale for two.
0: Cute. Cute. One of those relationship test games. You
1: know? <laughs> well, I guess because we beat the game, that means that we passed.
0: Yeah, you totally communicated and didn't fight the whole time.
1: No, we didn't. We only had no. little snippets here and there because we we're both very different thinkers. Like I'm when I'm working on puzzles, I'm very logical and I'm not saying that she's not, but her the way that she... Her logic is yeah, different. Entirely different type, sort of logic. You know, she figured out a bunch of stuff. I figured out a bunch of stuff. And because we're so different, we actually were able to to really nail this thing. So
0: mm-hmm. That's cool. Sometimes, yeah. I don't know what it is. It's like the competitive spirit will enter me or Jason, but never both of us at the same time. <laughs> so one of us is like calmly talking through something and the other is like, Come on, and it's like okay. I'm gonna take a step back here because I, while well, I, I understand all of this going on, mm-hmm. I'm not vibing with it. So just take it down a notch, or we're gonna have to stop. Totally and we've both it. had to do that to each other. Like, take it down a notch, or we're done. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know,
2: it's not. It's
0: not you. It's not us. Like. You're being a child, but it's kind of like you're being too much for me right now. And I am not OK with that.
2: Yeah.
1: Uh, and there are certain games where I am definitely not in the same intensity that that Nevermore is. And there's nothing mm-hmm. wrong with that. It's like nah. like Overcooked. As long as you I can't can play that game anyway.
0: That. No, I can't even watch <laughs> that game being played. I watched it's it so once for Nevermore. And I was like, you guys are stressing me out like, ang- OK, Angry Birds. Perfect example. He plays that all the time. And every time I I wheel back the little slingshot, it freaks me out. It stresses me out, you know? Oh, my (laughs) God. I'm so bad at that because I'm like, yeah, it
1: needs to be at the exact right angle and all that stuff. Like, I played it a little bit. I'm like, Then you got to
0: click the button exactly right and... No, I can't. I can't play Angry Birds. They are just too angry for me. Yeah,
1: like cut (laughs) cut the rope. Got to be too intense for me.
0: Like cut the (laughs) rope.
1: It's like, hey, make a little monster eat candy. Okay, I could do this. And then it's like, okay, I got to cut here, tap here, and then move this up. At that time, I'm like, I'm done.
0: No, (laughs) this is too much.
1: (laughs) if, if, If I'm playing, if I'm actually taking the time to play a game on my phone, I need to be relaxed.
0: Exactly. I do I do escape rooms on my phone a lot and some of them are like we're going to make this escape room an event that's also a psychological horror. I'm like, dude, I just want to water a flower to get a key. I'm <laughs> uninstalling and giving you a poor review.
1: Exactly, cuz I don't need psychological horror in my I don't my need this fun happy time at the moment.
0: Exactly. I do I do escape rooms so I can de-stress before bed. Hmm. Yeah, I don't need, sense. I don't need, so you're in a psychiatric ward. This is a real game I downloaded, by the <laughs> oh, way. No. You are a doctor and you are being given the most weirdest psychiatric patients because you have a special ability. You can enter their subconsciousness. I'm like, all right, fine, whatever. Where's The, the cell. Yes, it was a cell. And I'm like. All right, I can still escape from this because it's a room to escape from. And it's like, find the five hidden doctor masks. Or, no, the 11 hidden surgical masks. By the way, they'll be on your screen, but they'll also turn into different things. And you can't tap them when they're a different thing. You have to wait until they're a mask again. And I went... I'm done. (laughs) Okay. This might be interesting, but it was stuff like, there is a horrible smell emanating from the bathroom. It is not coming from the toilet. It is coming from the bathtub. And there's a tarped hidden thing in there. And I'm like, I really don't need this in my life right now <laughs> i mean who wants a
1: silent hill escape room <laughs>
0: exactly sometimes you're in the mood but not before bed <laughs> yeah
1: i get that there are people out there who like that stuff again we just had a whole thing about if it's not your bag it's cool if it is your bag yeah. it's cool too whatever and
0: i'm like it's not a- i can't even follow the story because it's it's been translated, but the translation's bigger, I guess, because the words cut off mid-sentence, and there's no way to scroll through. So I'm not even getting the deep lore here, guys.
1: <laughs> you know, it's funny. The other night, uh, I was just scrolling through Twitter just right before bed, and it came across an ad for an app, which, you know, as one does. And it was basically just, just a Sudoku puzzle. Except mm-hmm. this one was differently because like sections of the boxes were colored differently and they had little like numbers in the corners of, hey, it needs to add up to this. And I've never seen one like yeah. that before. So I,
0: I kept calling it easy Sudoku whenever I saw those yeah, ads. I'm like,
2: because,
1: this is easy. The, the thing yeah. is, um, it, it, like the ad at the top, it says, if you can solve this, your IQ is 188. I'm like, that's BS. I know it's that not. That is so.
0: Or or you're legally skilled. What is legally skilled?
1: <laughs> yeah, but regardless, I'm just sitting there and I'm all like, okay, well, this is the obviously this. This is that. This is that.
0: I'm gonna it's finish an this before advertisement. I go to bed. So you're just looking at the advertisement. Yeah. You're not even downloading the app. You're solving the ad. Yeah. And, it's like... and
1: I did before bed. I ha- I wrote it out and everything. I was like, yeah, this, is, there we go. Done.
0: Mm-hmm. It took me
1: like maybe five, ten minutes or something of just logicing myself through every situation just to do mm-hmm. it. And I'm like, Well, well, I figured out, hey, is, guess what? 180. Yeah. 188 IQ over here.
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I was playing a Sudoku game and I kept getting that advertisement. I'm like, okay, that's very targeted advertising. But then I'm looking, I'm like, the puzzle you're interrupting is harder than this, and it is it's intermediate because because it's like, oh, there's a nine and a seven here, and this needs to add up to to twenty odd, and you're like, oh, well, that's just making the there's whole only thing three easier, yeah. <laughs> Mm. yeah you're you're making the whole sudoku oh, easier yeah. and claiming you know
1: well the the one that was the ad like just right in the center was a one uh, a blue box with in the corner it said one so everything in that one box needs oh to add up to one
0: gosh. so i'm like
1: well here's the oh key oh my gosh one. why
0: not at that point at just that do point, a just real sudoku because yeah. because the sudoku you can fill in numbers. Like, does it know that Sudoku's come with some numbers filled in? It didn't need a blue box with a one. Yeah. It could have just put the one and saved everyone some ink. Exactly.
1: <laughs> and, but then, but think about it. The real challenges were the ones where there was two boxes and,
2: and they the number was seven. five. Yeah.
1: And the numbers are one through four. <laughs> it could be 4 or 1 or it could be 2 or 3 hmm.
0: mm-hmm. don't get me started on apps and ads because i actually <laughs> i play an insane number of phone games that i just don't talk about here because it's a it's a guilty pleasure but the pleasure isn't as good as like my cheesy christmas movies that mm-hmm. i'll talk about you know it's it's a pleasure but it's also really embarrassing <laughs>
1: No, I get it. I get it.
0: I play like nine apps a month. Nothing wrong with that. It's just what I do before bed or when when I need to lay down to rest and I can't sleep. I mm-hmm. I'll just play an app game because you can turn your brain off and I've probably played everything you've seen advertised. Probably. And nothing. Nothing makes my husband angrier than when when well there are a few things but hyperbolically nothing makes my husband angrier than when i will turn uh, when he'll say mention an app and i go oh yeah it's nothing like that <laughs> there, like there, like i play- oh man
1: okay so like there is this one ad that i saw that is you probably have seen it, too, where there's like a dude standing and then there's like things that you pull out and then there's like treasure and then lava and yeah. then water. And then yeah, then, like yeah. I'm all like, this looks like it could be a fun little puzzle game. I downloaded mm-hmm. it and it's like a, 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 a what is that? The Clash of Clans kind of thing. I'm like, yeah, where the hell is this puzzle that I was supposed to be playing? Oh my gosh! Yeah, I got no, mad. I immediately I just deleted those it right away. Like
0: fun and and like the one where you put the guys in the towers, and it's like, well, three is obviously bigger. And I'm like, oh, maybe they get really complicated in math problems, and this will help me with D and D, right? Mm-hmm. This is seriously my thought my thought po- process when you see those tower ones where it's like put the knight against the bad guy and, <laughs> yeah. and his numbers got it. I'm like, ooh, I bet you they're going to have you do time math problems eventually, right? I'm, I got all jazzed because I'm like, it's simple math. In my head, I've built this app game to be something it is totally <laughs> not. And I'm like, I'm going to be doing simple math and I'm going to be adding up numbers. That's going to help me in d d So I'm not counting on my fingers to seven because <laughs> that's what you do when you're on the spot in d d so I get all excited and it's an idle mining game.
1: Oh my gosh, that's nothing.
0: <laughs> it was nothing like little towers where you drag the guy over and have to <laughs> and then eventually math. I was like there was supposed to be if I signed up for eventual math. I I was excited about math. And Jason's like we'll make the game. I'm like I can't code. Yeah. But it's like He's like, you should make that game with eventual math. (laughs) And I'm like, I'm not smart enough to make eventual math. I'd even name, I'd even name the app eventual math. You guys, if you ever see an app advertised and the name is eventual math, that's an eludra special. And I am half tempted to make it just so I can practice small D and D math with a timer. Yeah, you should. You should, and then we can all we can all like get really good at basic math, and we can look at twenty seven plus seventeen and and go, oh, okay, that's whatever it is forty four because my mind's drawing a blank. <laughs> forty four. <laughs> I was like thirty. <laughs>
1: yeah, I I add numbers weird, Be, all because of I don't know if we've I do about on it paper
0: before. it I do on paper, in, but not in my, in my head. In
1: my head, numbers are puzzle pieces that fit together to make other numbers and that's great it's it's a weird Uh, way of doing it but it works for me like like one through you know nine is is like different combinations it's like i i don't know how to describe it but a six and a four obviously go together in this puzzle piece way and it makes 10 like it's not even visual it's just a feel
0: yeah. Yeah. I see me and my son have that same feeling, but with words mm-hmm. and we see words as certain colors. I don't have like synthanasia or whatever it is where, you know, where where things are are colors. Yeah. But or like days of the words, week or
1: a color or something like that. Yeah. No, mm-hmm. I know exactly what you're yeah, talking yeah. about.
0: So so sometimes we'll, we'll be in the car and, you know, car trip. Mm-hmm. So we'll start comparing words. And he's like, math is orange. I'm like, no, math is a kind of green, but sometimes red. And he's like, no, it's orange. And then then I'll go, okay, what about science? Because to me, science is a very specific shade of green. And then he'll go, it's purple. And I'm like, science can't be purple. (laughs) (laughs) And my husband, he'll be like concentrating on driving or lost in his own thought. And then he'll hear us arguing about what color number four is and go, what is even the problem, people? like nothing there is no problem the
1: thing that is so interesting is is um i mean you know i took psych classes and stuff and we we didn't get to this point yet where because i i needed to pass my stats class in order to to take perception which i really wanted to take but stats sucks anyways never took perception Perception is a
0: skill that is found under the the wisdom tree right yes exactly it's wisdom.
1: But no, like this is really interesting to me because you know, I've heard about it before and stuff. I didn't know I I didn't know that anybody that I knew thought that way. And as you're talking about the word or the colors of different words, I don't have that at all. Like when you say what color is science? I'm like, what color would science be? Not instantly like jumps to mm-hmm. that for me.
0: So yeah, yeah now, that's cool. I have this thing where everything it, I hear and thinking and I'm saying is a word in Mm -hmm. front of me fully visualized like it's in a book and uh i have a very vivid and active imagination so if you tell me to picture an apple i've not only pictured the apple in 3d and glorious Mm -hmm. color and the smells associated i know where the lighting is i know what the table i know what's going on in the room around the apple though the apple is my main focus Anytime I read a book, it is like a movie in my head. So when the movie comes out, I'm actually really thrown that nothing matches my movie.
2: Yeah. And it's
0: sad because I can't share the movie that I see. Yeah. But the point of all of this was that when I do math, I actually do math in groups of five. So that's sometimes why D&D math trips me up. Mm-hmm. It's because I've got to do it faster than I'm used to when it's like, you know, seventeen plus something—it's like easily okay, fifteen—and then you put the two to the side for a little while, mm. and then then when when you've got the nice round fives version, then you add the little twos and fours and threes to it, and and yeah. then it all becomes see a better. I do something serial.
1: similar, but I do it in tens. Like I guess my see, mind was built for, for metrics. Good in
0: round. Yeah, your mind—it's good and round, but you know, for me, fives are more nitty gritty. <laughs> you know? It's getting down in the weeds of things.
1: Yeah, but like when you when you did um, twenty-seven plus seven, I immediately did okay. The the two and the 3...
0: 17, actually.
1: Oh, sorry, seventeen plus twenty-seven is what you did. Um, I I did the the two and the one is is thirty automatically, but I know that the seven and seven is going to be forty, and then what's left over with that is the 4 from the 14 and then why are we talking yeah. math on this
0: show because because i'm 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 really upset about the deceptive marketing in, in oh my apps. gosh
1: we are just <laughs> off the rails all over the place today i know
0: remember when we didn't want to do a show because we weren't playing enough games yeah. And now we're talking about the Star Wars and how we see numbers.
1: <laughs> yeah. And I've still got two topics I could talk about. You've got one that we I can got at share. Least three.
0: And got yeah. yeah.
1: Well, should we move on? <laughs>
0: we should probably move on. Yeah. So, guys, seriously, it's just fast math or whatever I said before. I'm going to go back Eventually and I'm going to write it down. Eventual math. Mm-hmm. I might make it, and it might start out with just you putting little knights in one tower to the other to get to the dragon. And then you (laughs) got to do math to get to the next dragon, and it's going to be great.
1: I like it. I like it. I'm on board. I'll give you my dollar.
0: Ooh. (gasps) I could charge a dollar for eventual math.
1: Well, no, no, no. You need two versions. You need the ad version that's free, which you get tons of ad revenue for, Or the dollar version, which no ads, but you'll get a dollar.
0: Actually, I'm noticing the apps are going way up in price. Like, I was like,
1: okay, scrolling through. I'll give you $5 for eventual math.
0: Wow! that's cool yeah i was like i saw one for like 6.99 i was like wow this be- better do my dishes like and this,
1: this better be as long and as in-depth as final fantasy 3 because i think it's the same price
0: <laughs> you've got a point all right moving on from app games sorry listeners
1: Ah, whatever uh, you know what they don't care what we talk about they just enjoy our company
0: Yeah, probably, probably. But if you have strong feelings about app games and advertising, or if you would buy it's eventually math, let us know.
1: (laughs) Or if you see colors for random things, I'm interested in that. They're not
0: random. They're real world things, man.
1: No, I understand that they're real world things, but I'm just saying, like, specific things out in the world, like... This word is green and stuff. I'm,
0: I'm yeah, there are some people who listen to music and see various colors. Oh, yeah. And and when people talk, it's all colors and sensations Mm -hmm. to them. And I find that amazing. So, also people who think picture an apple is a figure of speech because they cannot actually picture things in their heads. And you never know if you have that until somebody explains, no, when you say picture an apple, you are imagining. Mm Old cloth theater of mind, an apple that does not exist. Yeah. And it blows them away well, and that people can do that.
1: It's just like I was blown away when I realized that when people think, sometimes people are reading. Like I hear a voice in my head That's what when I, I think.
0: Yeah. Yeah. But I read sometimes too. Yeah.
1: I don't at all. Like I don't form like visual words in my mind when I'm thinking.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: It's just so interesting how the mind works.
2: It is. It's why I majored in psychology
1: because it was all interesting. I didn't want to do anything with it, which is why I didn't finish.
0: (laughs) One thing I I explained to my kids is like, you know, I can, we all know this is green. And they were like, yes. And I'm like, but you could be seeing a different color than I am. And then, you know, and I'm trying to explain to them that concept. And then it turns out my oldest son, Minion One, is in fact colorblind.
1: Yeah, that makes sense.
0: And he he is like blue colorblind, and or something. I don't know exactly what it is because he found out after he moved out and out into the real world. <laughs> I'm like, wait, so purple's not your favorite color? He's like, well, I knew what it was, but now that I can see colors, no. I'm like, wow, you got so those fancy in- oh, glasses? The, the chroma glasses, yeah. And Good he's for like, blown away. Awesome. Yeah. yeah.
1: Yeah. I, those those videos of like seeing kids like seeing various colors and stuff for the first time and they start crying always gets me. Yeah. Love that. Um that being said, there was oh there was one other thing I was gonna say. It had to do with perception, looking and seeing stuff.
2: Words. Words. It was
1: uh, oh um, this this is this is definitely jumping off into another kind of weird tangent. Oh, because we're I, we're I don't know, just weird but,
0: tangent night, man. But I
1: don't have the exact information or anything to really follow up on this. Um, other than the fact that it is possible that there was a time in this world where blue was not a color.
0: Actually, blue, linguistically, is one of the last, if not the last color to get yeah. a name in just about every language. Mm-hmm. Blue is, yeah. And the the fruit orange was named for the color it was. Mm-hmm. So the color came first, then the fruit.
1: Yeah. It's, oh man, interesting stuff. Like, mm-hmm. can you imagine getting a time machine going back to like... 200
0: What's, yeah and yeah and asking for the word a for thing? blue yeah well i mean it was a thing but it just it wasn't important no, enough to make a word for There's a
1: per, uh, um, something about how the color actually wasn't perceived until a certain time and, and it had to do with like the evolution of uh like human and human eyesight
0: oh i i know linguistically that blue is one of the last words like in any language blue is one of the newest words and just about all of them. Yeah, I didn't know it was a did it with is, icon development. It, if, I
1: remember, if I remember correctly, I heard um, the start of a podcast for it. Um, that's I mean, insane, it was, yeah, Ben. It's crazy. I Icones? need to try to find that. Oh,
0: yeah, you do because I need to, I need to, that's a show and tell right there without show and tell being a thing. So, that's cool, but okay. So back to script because boy, <laughs> like out,
1: we script. have a script.
0: Yeah. Right. Okay. Back to outline. Um. So, uh, what I've been doing lately is I've been bagging in Catgirls. They have this event at the Golden Saucer, which is like the most magical place in all of Yorzya. Excuse me, in all of Yorzya, and there are places where rocks are just hanging in the air and glowing. So, I am like. Having a blast. I have earned over a hundred thousand MGP, which is the special golden saucer currency. Just, and I'm not even trying really hard. And I'm up a, over a hundred thousand MGP. There's a mount for a million. So that's always everybody's oh, wow. end game. But, but I'm like, yeah, but I have enough for a cool pair of angel wings. Well, when does this end? Ooh. Uh it ends like uh, I think the eighteenth.
1: Can you so, do you have time to do both?
0: If I sat here, I could grind it. Like I I could sit here and grind it. I've gotten back into Jiboko racing because of the event. Um my my Bogo's name and my racing Boko's name is Madame Adore because <laughs> I hit the random name and I liked Madame, as we all know from um if you listen to my earlier podcasts, uh, in uh, a closed alpha in for World of Warcraft, I played a person named Madame Piddlepants, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. so I just like Madame a lot, and then Adore, I'm like, ooh, I'm French and fancy. Okay, <laughs> my Boko is French and fancy. And yes, so-
1: Mrs. Adore is what you named it. Mm-hmm. It's wonderful. Yes
0: mrs adorable or something but or to be adored or I, i'm not really good at french honestly it's just a bunch of sounds to me i know un petit yeah but then you look at that and it's like no that's not what the words are
1: <laughs> very true you don't
0: believe me look at hors d'oeuvre
1: oh yeah so, I um, <laughs> <hors d'oeuvres>.
0: yeah. <laughs> yeah so um I went ahead and I, I'm Chaboko racing and I'm playing the the minion fighting game, which actually isn't as fun in Final Fantasy. Like they got a lot right in that game. But the the Lord of Vermillion, which is what they call the the minion fighting game. Mm-hmm. Isn't that fun? Sorry.
1: Anytime um, anybody says minions, I always think of the yellow dudes. And obviously yeah. that's not what this is.
0: Or my kids. I'm yeah. a minion one and two. So, um, but I, I'm back in it. I'm, um, I'm playing, I'm earning all this stuff. There was this, there's this quest line you can do at the gold saucer where it's a quest, but you don't have any quest markers. You just have to find the people to interview everywhere, oh. which is kind of fun to do. But also eventually I looked up the strategy guide cause I could not find one guy. Yeah. <laughs> he, it wasn't even the one tucked behind the staircase, <laughs> hiding. I was like, it was it was one of the guys in like the main room, and I just I kept walking by him, and I'm just like, okay, where is he? And it gave me exact coordinates. I'm like, oh, thank God.
2: Good call.
0: You were right there the whole time. How did I even? Okay, click.
1: He was a snake and then he you have little
0: Yeah, and then then based on the things they say, you have to figure out who done it. that's cool how was the thing stolen and you know if you mess up you can say oh wait no let me let me start over but i'm sure at some point it goes okay you know what you've gone through all of
1: your options let's yeah let's uh, let's wrap wrap this up
0: you know but it's like who stole the item And one guy's being blamed for this very rare item getting stolen and it's it's a big mystery, and you're like, ooh, mystery. So I, I had already, I have just finished the main story quest, the MSQ. Um, it's the, on, you cannot, like, if you get a new expansion, you cannot start playing that expansion till you finish the main story quest of the previous one.
2: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
0: It is Final Fantasy at its most Final fantasy And I'm here for it. So, <laughs> so I, I finished the main story quest ahead of the new expansion. I'm strutting around and I'm like, okay, I've got a million loose ends to tie up all over Eorzea and I'm gambling. But then <laughs> I'm like, no, let's, let's pick up some of these job stones from these jobs I've not job stoned yet. So I went looking for the Red Mage job stone and ended up accidentally getting... The samurai job stone. And Ooh. I'm
1: like,
0: yeah. Accidental I'm like, awesome class. Accidental super awesome class. Because sometimes I ended up quitting ninja because it was the, the rotation is hard and it's very positional. Like, stand here, and then stand here. And this is the same problem I had with Dragoon. Mm -hmm. It was like, stand here, do a lot of hitting, then go behind it, hit more. But if this procs go back to the side... And yeah, I know, that's for optimum DPS, and I'm not raiding, so it doesn't really apply to me. But knowing that I should be doing it kind of takes some of the fun away from me, if that makes sense.
1: no, totally makes sense. It's the idea of... You're not contributing as much as you possibly can, so you're feeling mm-hmm. bad about it.
0: Exactly. I really like Dancer, though. It's pretty to look at. I can see everything going on because it's technically a range class, even though it doesn't feel like a range class. And I've been told they're actually honorary melee, <laughs> but I, it's pretty. It's fun. I like making all the pretty colors jump, and well, there you uh, go. I, I feel like I contribute really good. So I was like, you know what, Alice, who's who's a, a character in the game, she's a red mage and she's cool and I like watching her fight. She's my friend in the game. So I'm like, yeah, I'm going to be like her. Oops, I'm a ninja. And I'm like, all right, you know what? I beat up the guy in the introductory quest. I beat him up good. I'm like, let's <laughs> run a dungeon as a ninja. because Samurai? Or yeah, as a samurai, because uh I um dancers melee or not melee. Yeah. So I was like, maybe I should have a melee class in case, you know, I'm ever in a situation they're like, oh, we need a melee. I could be like, oh, well, steps up to the plate. My Brings character. Is
1: that a katana?
0: It is so much fun. It is so neat and it's so much fun. And it's got these. You light up these three points on a, a, a pinwheel. And then when you do it, you can push a button and get a super move done. And it's, and so I'm spending my time going, okay, there's red. Okay. Now I fed into blue. Okay. Green. Hit the button. I stood <laughs> up for an entire dungeon. <laughs> Not, I hadn't been in this dungeon for like over two years. And I'm like, I have no idea what's going on, but my pinwheels all lit up.
1: Boom. There you go.
0: <laughs> it's just it's just another really fun class and I'm not looking up anything because I don't want to find out about positionals. <laughs> I just want to have fun. Uh in my in my summoner and uh scholar classes I'm like what's the rotation? Oh, that's a lot of buttons. Huh. I'm just going to heal. <laughs> Good call. <laughs>
1: yeah. <laughs> Well, there you go. That's good.
0: But it's so much fun. So in between my gambling, I'm putting on my yakta or not a yakta, uh, my hakima. Sorry, everyone. What a noob. And I am beating people up with my samurai sword. And it's, I'm like, man, I was really sleeping on this class because it was the hotness. It was the hotness in the expansion before the current
1: oh, one. Oh, that makes sense.
0: Yeah, and I was like, ah, oh, everybody's doing that i'm a ninja
1: <laughs> <laughs> that's cool though yeah
0: yeah yeah so i'm having a lot of fun mostly gambling light samurai work on the side total dancer though if you need a, my level 80 class because my my uh samurai is only level 50
1: well you know what that's higher than mine so
0: it is it is
1: yeah but mine yeah. Are all i zero. love
0: cat girls i love cat girls it is it is the funnest mmo
1: yeah at some point i'm sure i'll get into it i just really need a break from mmos overall
0: yeah yeah and you didn't really like final fan or well final fantasy 11 really killed a lot for you i
1: loved final fantasy 11 for a long time until
0: mm-hmm.
1: and, and i mean this was a game with no questing at all mm-hmm. so it was get together with people like and the original- kill stuff and that's it
0: yeah, like the original fourteen. I see mm-hmm. gameplay from before they they burned it down and restarted the whole thing. They it was so difficult. I was watching this guy try and kill just one enemy. Oh yeah, on no, his it was, own in Final you Fantasy XI. It's group work.
1: It's always group yeah, work.
0: which is which is what it was at fourteen. But this one guy managed to solo an enemy, and it was such an achievement that he made a video. Of him doing it. And it took half an hour to kill mm-hmm. an hat level thing. Yeah. And he's healing himself most of the time. Yeah. For, it, at least three quarters of the time he's casting a heal and then he gets to do it. And then everybody like all the comments are like, I was so invested. And then I saw it was one enemy and it wasn't even a boss. And it was like, oh, my gosh, you poor thing. Yeah. Because you had to group. If anything, they, they've turned Cat Girls, uh Final Fantasy XIV Shivar into a um a complete and total single player MMO. Like I'll be grouping with a friend, it's like, sorry, I've gotta watch this cutscene, gotta drop group. Because it literally <laughs> says you cannot continue in a group. Please disband group or leave it. Yeah. And so, you know, you can solo everything. They've even made a, a system for you to do dungeons with NPCs and it's great and I love it because sometimes I don't want to hear from a bad player <laughs> and, and they totally don't have this problem. Like, I've only had two people ever in this MMO say something mean to me and one was like, why aren't you stealthing as a ninja? And I'm like, because then I'd be at the beginning of the level while you're at the first boss because I'm so slow. Because <laughs> when you were stealth for a long time you were at half speed he's like well you need to be in half you need to be i'm like dude stuff's dying just tank
1: (laughs) (coughs) excuse me yeah and then all his
0: friends were like yeah sorry about him he doesn't understand we're not like this here and (laughs) there you know it's such a good community oh yeah I run a random every single day and it's like, hi guys, I'm new. And they're like, okay, no problem. We'll help you through it. Yay. You, you're giving us a good group bonus. Cause you're new. And <laughs> it's a great MMO. I feel so bad. They're so slammed right now though. And they're like, oh, we yeah. are not ready for any of this.
1: But you know what? The thing is, is that they, they have the community that understands And is like cool with it. And that's the thing that matters.
0: Well, it's crazy because if you if enough people report somebody, they'll be banned. Oh yeah. And you yeah, and it's it's not like a wow ban either. It's you're gone. gone. You were toxic. You were mean. You can't play our game anymore.
1: Mm -hmm. (laughs) And And stuff like that goes a long way with people who play.
0: It does actually care. It really does. Yeah. So so, but I mean, if you want to spend your entire thing crafting, they made a way for you to level up and just be crafter. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, it, I have a blast in this game. There's a, I, I almost get choice paralysis in it because there's so much <laughs> to do.
1: Yeah, that's kind of what I hear. So, a game that doesn't give you choice paralysis is something that I mm-hmm. started playing. I am not. Is it very called far... not?
0: choice paralysis the
1: game no it's called eventually choice paralysis
0: <laughs> not Aww. really though.
1: not really though um so a couple weeks ago uh zelda skyward sword came out for the switch
2: mm-hmm. and
1: um it was three paycheck july for me so i'm like yeah i'm gonna actually spend a little bit of money and get myself a game which doesn't actually happen too often and i'm all like okay I never played this on the wii Because I didn't have a Wii when it came out at the time. And I'm like, okay, we're going to do this. I'm going to play this game. It's going to be awesome. And I started off and it's like, oh, motion controls. Crap. And I mean, it works well enough with the Switch controllers. You know, like the Joy-Cons, like when they're separated off. Not bad. Not bad at all, actually. But it's just one of those things where it's like, I'm having such a hard time getting into it because of the motion controls. The neat thing is that you can use button prompts and stuff like that. And then you use like the right joystick to like swing your sword around and everything. Mm
2: -hmm.
1: But the thing about it is, is you have to hold down the the left, not the trigger, but the the L button in order to use the the joystick to move the camera. And I'm like, that's just stupid. It's like bad design in order to do that. Why can't I just push a button to swing the sword? And because so much of it is you have to like swing at an angle or, or across or up and down. And so
0: at an angle, no. Yeah. So
1: because of that, that's why you need the motion controls or the joystick to swing, you know, the, the the exact way that you want. So I'm like, okay. So I started it after like five minutes. I'm like, and, and, For some reason, I either had like a really big meal and was super sleepy. So I'm just like, we're done for now. I got to the very first safe spot. I'm like, done. Uh, Then hopped on again like a a week later or something. Started playing some more. And then my Switch just shut off. So I'm like, (gasps) that's weird. And I was able to turn it right back on just fine. And so I started playing some more again a different day. And then it shut off again. I'm like, what is going on here? So, I did a quick Google search and saw like, try unplugging the power cord and flipping it around and plugging it back in. So, I said, okay. So, I did that and I haven't had the issue since. So, I'm like, whatever. This weird. But... <laughs>
0: No, no, no. You know what? I had a similar issue with Spotify playing all these weird ads. And I'm like, how I get Spotify to s- stop playing ads? And it's like, well, redownload it. I'm like, I'm using the web thing. And they are all like, redownload it. So you know what? I downloaded Spotify. I still listen to it with the web, but I don't get the weird ads.
2: That's
1: weird. Isn't it? Ah.
0: It's just the weirdest okay. stuff. Great. I'm afraid to delete Spotify off my hard drive. Because the ads might come back. <laughs> they were in Spanish, dude.
1: That's weird. But uh, yeah, so I'm like, okay, cool. So it's fixed. So I, I didn't
0: even open it. I just redownloaded it. Well, there you it. go.
1: So I'm, 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 I'm still on the starting area because I haven't gotten that yeah. far. I yeah. just got a thing so that it opens up like Zelda just got kidnapped. So I don't care about spoiling this game because it's years and years old. Even mm. though I've never played it, it's years and years old so mm-hmm. yeah so be warned i'm about to get to the point where i'm gonna go down through the, the clouds that's as far as i've gotten and i don't have much of a drive to play it because of the motion controls like i'm a big zelda fan yeah and well i will say this breath of the wild didn't get me because it wasn't like a traditional zelda game That and Horizon Mm -hmm. Zero Dawn, I thought was way better. And I know that I'll give crap for that, but whatever. Everybody's entitled to their own opinion.
0: Everything's for somebody. They don't have to be for everybody. So then
1: when I got Link's uh, Awakening forever go for the Switch, and... That was like an old school Zelda game, and I loved the crap out of that game. That one was a ton of fun. That's when I got into Breath of the Wild, because I'm like, well, let's do more Zelda. I'm kind of you know, into it. And, mm-hmm. you know, played through, didn't go for any- all the temples and all that stuff, because I'm like, I don't care. Yeah. I just want to play the game and see the story, which finding the story in that game is a chore. So yeah. anyways, so this one, you I'm know, like... like- this is going to be more of the normal Zelda game. I'm going to mm-hmm. look forward to it. This is going to be great. But it's just taken me so long to get started. I'm sure once I get down out of the clouds and like get to the first dungeon, I'm going to be all in. But for right now, I'm just like, it is taking everything just to, to get the giddy up into my horse to go, you know?
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I read about this one girl. She was playing, and she she'd beaten the game, and she was just running around tying up loose ends when she stumbled upon an area where she didn't finish the beginning tutorial of the game.
2: Oh, jeez!
0: And it taught her a move she did not know was in the game, and would have made the game so much easier. And it was like something like you know, like the, the like tuck a parry and roll kind move. of thing or something. Yeah, yeah, something like that. And she was like. And she, she discovered this live on a stream, which is why it made the brand of news Google <laughs> thinks I need to hear. Yeah, And it was like they, they had a screen cap of her face and her jaw was just like she just had this blank look with that. Oh, my God, this would have helped me so much. And just for some reason, she never triggered somehow. She never triggered that part of the tutorial. Yeah. Until she had already beaten the game and then
1: Yeah, if you go a roundabout way to a certain area, I can totally see that happening. Mm -hmm. But I mean, in Breath of the Wild, seriously, I used a guide to find out where are these story bits that are in my camera that I have to look for because I'm not gonna take the time to try to figure
0: it out. Yeah, and it's like, oh, okay, well it's around here, sixty miles to your right, but then in the cave.
1: Yeah. And the worst part is is that one of the story bits is in the castle area. That once you get that, then you need to leave and go and, and turn it in to get the last story bit in order to get the final after credit story bit. And I beat the game without doing that. And then mm-hmm. I'm like, crap, OK, let's do this. And then I beat the game again. And it just, oh, it's just so frustrating. Like, yeah. I will say there's they shouldn't so hide much. the
0: lore guys. Yeah. They should not hide lore.
1: There's so much in breath of the wild and the physics engine, like it's a, it's a very impressive game. I'm not crapping on it because there's a lot to do. There's still mm-hmm. stuff that's being found out about. That's just crazy weird physics stuff that happens. And you know, just all this, that being said, I wanted to sell the game that was, Go to this temple and then get the key, and then you get the first of eight macguffins, and then you go to the next temple. and Then you go through that. Like, that's the stuff that. Then I you like. have
0: to explore the world to find the thing to get to the next temple, so you can get the swords so and you can do the thing. And so,
1: yeah, getting enough like stamina to pull out the master sword, uh, even more so. the The breaking of the weapons is what nearly killed that whole game for me too. Just yeah, did not like that part, but anyways yeah. we're talking about stuff that we do like and uh so far as skyward sword i'm sure it's gonna be great i'm looking forward to the the point where i'm like why did it take me so long to start this so getting there
0: good i hope you find it soon me too. but i heard you mention horizon zero dawn yes Did you see the new dlc that's coming out dude no dlc for horizon what
1: and it's not yeah let me it, it's not just the because there's the horizon forbidden west that's the new game why would they have a dlc coming for zero dawn
0: oh maybe it's for forbidden west because i haven't played zero dawn
1: yeah i must know now
0: a it, frozen wilds oh, that came, that, yeah, came, that out came out a while ago yeah. so my my google foo has failed me
1: yeah that came out in 2017 uh,
0: yeah, I think they're talking about the new uh, DLC for Forbidden West is already being discussed, even though that it's not out yet. Yeah, I know
1: the game itself got pushed to 2022, which that's perfect for me. Mm-hmm. It gives me time to save up money to get a nice new TV to actually take advantage of my PS5.
0: Oh, I forgot you actually are one of the three people on the planet that has one.
1: Yep. and That's uh, cool. I love it. That controller mm-hmm. is the, the greatest thing
2: oh I'll really say that.
1: oh my god the ps5 controller is amazing absolutely amazing like i do not say that like at all like you know lightly the mm-hmm. the um it's late so i can't use proper words anymore but like the yeah. uh the 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 trigger buttons that they have that that are what the hell are they even called? I don't know. But they like adapt. The so, triggers
0: or the bumpers?
1: The triggers. So like mm-hmm. if I'm playing like a um, uh, an actual like say a first person shooter or something, the trigger will actually react differently depending on the gun that I have. So like how oh. like, you know, Excuse how me. how uh, how easy it is to pull or something like that. Um, mm-hmm. it, it, it mattered like in Spider-Man, certain things and stuff that you do the 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 hd vibration that it has is Mm -hmm. amazing like
0: wow when
1: um so you get astro's play lab with it like it comes (laughs) with every every single ps5 game it's basically a tech demo for the controller and this hd rumble is so amazing that you know the difference of the surface you're walking on based on that rumble so like you're walking through sand it feels like you're walking on sand you walk on a metal platform it's a different feeling it is so cool i like
0: it good enough when sound makes it up
1: yeah it is the controller is it is literally like this is the thing that's making it a next gen system it is so cool and it is like my controller of choice now i love that thing like i i got mass effect legendary edition digital on my playstation 5 because i only have a digital version because i'm like i'm gonna be futuristic and it's a hundred dollars enough cheaper stuff
0: in my apartment yeah <laughs> yeah
1: so i got a digital there <laughs> get to the
0: point where it's like i'm looking at all my books and well, maybe i should get a kindle
1: <laughs> yeah but anyways i got it digital there because i'm like yeah that plus i'll get to play it on my favorite controller
0: and mm-hmm. I get to
1: download it and play it the night before it releases, technically, because midnight's a thing. Um, yeah. But then I also got it for the Xbox as well, because it's my favorite game of all time. And if for some reason the digital network goes away, I want to have a hard copy of it so that I can play it in the future. Yeah. And it's like, OK, so I got my Xbox controller and my PlayStation controller. I need to play it on the PlayStation because this controller is just it feels so much better. The joysticks are so much better. Like, I love this thing. It is. It's great. The controller's textured really nice. You know, what's really cool is if you get really, really, really close and look at the controller, all the little tiny bumps that you see are the symbols for the buttons. So it's like oh, the circle cute. and the X and the triangle stuff. Yeah, it's really cool. That's cute. Speaking but,
0: yeah. of new tech, I really yes. want one of those steam handhelds, guys. Really? I really want one. Well, no, that totally know makes sense for like- you.
1: Totally makes sense for you.
0: Yeah, I really want one. People are like, you can get all those games for the Switch. It's like, first off, if we're getting technical, it's not my Switch. It's my husband. So he can always take it away from me anytime he wants. He won't, but he could. Second, Joy-Con drift is a real problem. Mm -hmm. I've I've not met a Joy-Con that didn't drift to some degree. The two we have in there don't drift very much, but we got two that are like, we, you could say these things were haunted and you would believe it.
2: <laughs> yeah. No,
0: I mean, these I things it. are all over the place. I want a Steam machine so bad. Oh, I want one. I want to download all my games. I want to play them in my bed. Cause that's, you know, where I do all my late night gaming. Yeah. It'd be so cool. I, I was actually. Trying to think of a way to mod a PlayStation uh, Switch. Or <laughs> a PlayStation Switch. Ugh.
2: <laughs> I want, a the new, I S- want that
0: late. new
1: Xbox game station.
0: <laughs> yeah. No. I was, I was actually wondering if I could gut and rewrite a Nintendo Switch to run Steam so I could get this. And then literally the next week as I'm looking into Raspberry Pis and stuff. I get uh, the thing is announced and I'm like,
1: well, there you go.
0: I am very pleased. I cannot afford <laughs> one. I will yeah. need a go fund me to get one or, you know, but, oh, I want one so bad mm-hmm. to be able to play all like, my PC games on something that will handle them. Oh, I know. Without drift issues and stuff. Oh. I just I love handheld gaming systems. I love them so much. It's why I go through, like, nine phone games in a month.
2: I-, <laughs> exactly. I like
0: being able to take my games on the go, because sometimes my health just isn't good enough to sit mm-hmm. at a PC. Even though I have the best PC in the universe, and I love it to death, I, I just... I can't have it in my room, okay? I want to sleep sometime. (laughs) Exactly.
1: And that that gaming bed that I've seen that is, like, way super expensive with, like, the monitor above the bed and stuff, Mm -hmm. that's just not, like, feasible.
0: No, I have a memory foam bed, and it is awesome. I am not having some some crappy, gimmicky mattress under me. No, I paid out the nose for this mattress, and it's (laughs) awesome, and I sleep so well on it, so... Actual comfortable sleep is not something I'm willing to sacrifice for gaming. But bringing the games to me, I want one, Ben. I want one, listeners. I want one. <laughs> All right.
1: By the way, because I hate not knowing words, I did a quick lookup. Adaptive triggers.
0: Adaptive. So on,
1: on the specific PlayStation website, it says experience varying levels of force and tension as you interact with your in-game gear and environments. From pulling back an increasingly tight bowstring to hitting the brakes on a speeding car, feel physically connected to your on-screen actions.
0: This ad read brought to you by Loot Crate. Loot Crate! Guys! They don't it's exist anymore. <laughs> That's why I just said I it's know. not a thing.
1: I know. But but no, seriously, though, that controller's oh great love it
0: by the way once upon a time i told me Min- i told minion that once upon a time we were sponsored by loot crate he's like you're the coolest internet person ever i'm like it was <laughs> Luke. he's like exactly that that's it. apparently it's his generation street cred if you're oh, if you were sponsored by loot crate that means you're og or something so you didn't tell him that everybody was I did tell him everybody was. He's like, yes. And now they don't exist. So they can't sponsor anybody anymore. So you can't get that loot crate (laughs) certification anymore of legit thing.
1: Well, there you go. Is what he's after. I just wish that they gave us free crates for sponsoring them.
0: I know. That would have been awesome. But instead, we had to pay for it like suckers. Yeah, pretty much. I still don't
1: know if we ever got anybody actually like probably not code. i don't think so because i mean probably they had not. 500 other people to choose from mm-hmm. yeah anyways
0: anybody who had it already had anybody who's gonna get it already had it by, by the, the time,
1: time we got concert. it oh i know <laughs> i know uh
0: so uh let's let's just jump into D for a little bit not yeah. not our usual long bit and then, yeah it wasn't super long it. well
1: i mean it was a normal play session but we didn't have a ton really happened because there's not
0: much to recap guys it was a shopping
1: not an episode because it's not sure it was
0: a shopping session it was a shopping session you guys it was so funny okay first <laughs> off we're given more money than we technically have norm actually has quite a bit of money saved oh, up because she, she only she only spends bits at a time and she spends it on other people So she and then for 20 minutes, it took me 20 minutes to realize I actually accidentally put 20,000 gold in my (laughs) pocket instead of I'm like, something's not seeming right. According to my notes here, why do I have 38? Oh, so then I had to minus 28 because I didn't want to do the math and get it wrong. So I minus the 20,000 again and then (laughs) then added the proper 2 I'm like. I've got a lot of gold. So I'm walking into places technically able to buy and sell people and guys, guess what we found in Trademore? A place where if you it's not in Trademore it doesn't exist. Do you know what we found? Bigotry. You know, we should have known because they said if it's not in Trademore it doesn't exist and then we go to the high market <laughs> and I'm treated like I'm somebody's bodyguard which totally offended the paladin oh our paladin was offended <laughs> that she wasn't the bodyguard in this situation mm-hmm. that that the dopey looking yeah I'm kind of dopey looking yeah, but uh, you're dopey big looking
2: and yeah that's
0: exactly I'm big and mm-hmm. muscular and I come from a culture known for the fighters and barbarians so you know it's a stereotype but it's one that mm-hmm. my character Norm mm-hmm. is very well aware of and then she overhears it and I'm like, I told Ben not to do something very specifically. Because if my character comes across a sad kitten in a box, my entire party is going to have to suddenly protect a very sad kitten that I found in a box and I'm smuggling under my shirt everywhere because I know she's not going to be able to walk away from it. So... She's treated poorly by the concierge of this very, like, the fanciest mall in the universe. Like,
1: It's the the info person <laughs> in a
0: mall yeah, at the, the info the, desk. The, Yeah, it's an info desk concierge at the mall who's, like, looking down his nose, and I've probably got more money in my pocket than he's ever seen in his life. Oh, yeah. Like, I've got Birkin bag money, folks. And... <laughs>
1: Like, you can pretty woman this if you wanted to.
0: I really could. But, you know, she hears what happens and is like, that really sting. Her internal monologue was, that really stings. Especially since it's been so long since it's happened. You know, where she was treated like. She's
1: gotten respect on the Sage Coast. They they actually value people for people.
0: And her friends value her. Mm Mm-hmm. And so suddenly being treated like that around her friends was especially it was like this extra barb. And I'm like, I type Ben a message. Please don't put a kitten in a box because she's going to break down and cry at the kitten and then take the kitten home. Yep. And then it's going to be this whole thing with a kitten that she found that was sad and mangy.
1: Well, the good news is you haven't walked past a pet shop yet.
0: Yes, a pet shop's a different story than abandoned kitten, though, you know? Because pet shop animals aren't ill-treated and, like, thrown in a sack to be drowned in a river. They are just, you know, pets in a pet shop. Though, I'm having a great time. Asking people where I can buy a baby dinosaur just for group reaction. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, that's great. She knows a baby dinosaur is beyond her, her means. And she doesn't have the time to take care of a baby Triceratops. But mm-hmm. it's really fun asking about one and watching the paladin freak out about the possibility. The very real possibility that then there's a baby dinosaur mm-hmm. in the wagon.
1: <laughs> yeah. I... I do have to say, I'm glad that we finally got to trade more. I realized that yes. we could have gotten here sooner because I'm the DM, but I had to make the Everwilds a horrid place for you Wild. to get through. Yeah.
0: Yes. Yes. And it's really funny because because you threw everything at us. Like, we got the entire Everwild smorgasbord. Not at all.
2: At <laughs> no, no, no. But you
0: you really gave us. The rundown. Mm-hmm. Because you know that once I learn the signal of te- signal of teleportation, mm-hmm. we're not going to do that again. Oh, yeah. But at the same time, if you knew we were coming back, it might have been just a little easier. Not, I'm not saying, but, but because you're like, <laughs> this is my one chance. We got Shia LaBeouf. Three of them. <laughs> so, yes. Actual cannibals. Still love that. And, so, and so it's kind of like we did this to ourselves. Because every time we faced something we went and we're never coming back. And our DM went, Okay. And then looked up something else that would be even more fun to Believe throw at or us. Not,
1: I had all the stuff planned before you even oh, set yeah, foot in there.
0: I know, I know, but it's just fun and for I you to knew go.
1: That you would never be going back. <laughs> Although I have ways for you to go
0: back. Yeah, exactly. There's I'm always excited. a reason to go back.
2: <laughs> we'll see like, what happens.
0: Yeah, because just because we know the one path through there doesn't mean that there's not something we can only get to another path that's through the Everwilds. My character and um, Angus, the sorcerer, they've gone through it twice, Mm -hmm. both for very good reason. And there's, you know... Something might happen where I can't use that spell and we've got to get through and look, I won't get the spell back. Luke
1: Skywalker said he would never return to Tatooine, but he went and he saved Han Solo from Jabba the Hutt.
0: Yes. Yes, he did. And it was a magical moment. And then there were CGI tentacles later. Nah,
1: they weren't too bad. But I will say that the CGI dance recital was horrible
0: did not need to happen folks
1: anyways we're not going to riff on star wars some more um anyways the reason why i'm glad you got there is because i figured in a world of magic anybody who owns a magic shop should be fun and Mm -hmm. i created this this magic shop owner months ago and i was giddy when i did because the idea struck me, and I'm all like, oh, this would be fun. And then I double dog downed on it. And
0: Yeah, Ben was like, but I don't have the guts to do it. And then Ben went, Oh yeah? You saying I don't have the guts <laughs> to do this as a shop owner? Then I did three cobalts in a coat. <laughs> then
1: I made up a a homebrew race with a homebrew backstory just so I could have this character have a character sheet and turn them into a level 8th sorcerer. Yes. So, our the group has so met... Our paladin is so
0: embarrassed.
1: The group has now met Herman, the awakened German shepherd. <laughs> and I love Which him.
0: Which our paladin immediately mm-hmm. went up and scruffed, and he acted like a dog.
1: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Totally then, did.
0: Then, there was this thing where he was actually... Waiting for somebody to rob him so the guy can be arrested. And then he's like talking to us and our paladin is mortified <laughs> to her toes. That that was a sentient being. And I'm like, well you- I'm going to be honest, man. You beat me to it. If you weren't petting the dog, I was going to be petting the dog. And then I'd be the one feeling awkward and you'd be laughing like, oh, that's just you, Norm. So
1: So let's just say it happens. One of his literal personality traits is I'm constantly delighted by fooling people into thinking I'm a normal dog and I'm not against using this to my advantage. It is in his character personality traits.
0: And it's wonderful. Oh, yeah. Love this. Love this, so he is a just he's just a dog, but he's mage handing stuff to us, mm-hmm. and we're talking to him and stuff. We're having a good time with Herman. He is it is it is a really cool concept that I think you're playing very well, oh, honestly.
1: Thanks. He's really excited. He likes new friends <laughs>
0: <laughs> I'm sure he does that's
1: one of the reasons why he wants to take you guys back to the shop be all like, look at all this other stuff. you know, this could be cool. So, yeah. yeah,
0: yeah, it's funny because Norm's like got an insane amount of money, and she's not bought anything. She bought one thing, and it was I, I told Ben she she's more of an impulse shopper. So, but she uh, wanted uh, our cleric was like, "Yeah, I need paper, and I need blank journals, and I need ink and quills." And then they showed her a peacock feather. You guys, if you have ever seen a peacock feather in person, you know they are freaking gorgeous i love how they're iridescent and kind of weird scalies and stuff Mm -hmm. i mean feathers alone are real neat but a peacock feather and my character saw it and she was like i must own that she didn't even haggle he was like that'll be a gold and she's like yes this is logical here's your gold (laughs) yeah she knows exactly where that's going in her room it is now one of her prized possessions that's good it's a peacock feather quill and she she's like so afraid she's gonna hurt it. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, there's
0: if someone knows mending, they could fix a quill.
1: Herman does.
0: Yeah, but I mean if she gets at home and it's damaged oh, I know. in transit.
1: I know, but you know what? Herman does. So you could just always mm-hmm. teleport there, have him mend it just because I like him and then yeah. teleport back like the problem is is like so matilda turned into uh, uh, you know you guys love matilda she's she's great and i have a she's lot of fun great. playing her too yeah. she's, she's she's like really the fun. group
0: grandma guys yeah. uh, matilda is the group grandma and has she kind a of freaking
1: dark past too
0: yeah and she she low-key sponsored us in the beginning by giving us stupid insane discounts mm-hmm. in in You know, so we were able to afford much more than we should have been able to afford in the beginning of the game. Partly because I
1: was a bad DM and didn't know prices. But that's beside the point. There's a story behind it now, and there's a reason behind it. Yes, yes,
0: there's lore behind it. And I've... I've put it in the wiki. And yep. so. Yep.
1: And, and you know, I have an actual character sheet for her and developed backstory and stuff because
0: mm-hmm.
1: she was just going to be just an eccentric old old elven lady who turned into someone really cool and has gone on adventures with you. I don't yep. know if Herman will or not. I really like him. You guys seem to think he's kind of cool. Who knows what will happen with him? I don't know. Yeah. But I would love it if, like...
0: That's the thing about d You never know yeah. what the players will latch on to. Exactly. It's like, turtle friend, turtle friend. You're <laughs> like, I made this whole gnomish guy who, who's, like... And we're like, no, turtle man!
2: <laughs> exactly.
1: So, it's, it's like, like... What I can picture now is, like, if I just keep making eccentric, really cool magic shop owners... By the end of the campaign, when you guys are like level 20 and you're doing whatever you're doing and need help, you're going to have all of these magic shop owners, just all of them weird and eccentric and doing their own thing. They're helping you out.
0: I hope the kobolds make the cut.
1: I don't know. We bought a
0: lot of stuff from those kobolds. Yeah.
1: The thing is, they might not be alive.
0: It's true. Kobolds like live for three weeks.
1: (laughs) Something like that. But yeah, I I really like Herman. Um, there is one other shop Maybe that it I'm will super become
0: legendary.
1: That'd be cool. Um, there's one other shop that I am super excited for you guys to get to. Like, yeah, super let me know.
0: Well, what is it? Because you know, I'm 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 pretty good about not well.
1: Um, things... the thing is, is that our paladin does need to go there for something. So yeah, I
0: know, I know. But what shop? What oh, it's shop called. So I can.
1: It's called the Spirit of Adventure.
0: That could be anything, Ben.
1: That's all I'm going to say.
0: Ah, uh, you won't even tell me what kind of shop it is. Nope. But I my impulse purchase. There. Well,
1: I'm definitely not telling you what it is on a recording that's going out into the world until after
0: you've been there. No one from our D&D game listens to this. You never know. Guys, if you're a member of my Misfits and Miscreants D&D group, please shoot me a tweet and let me know if you listen to this. Anyways, <laughs> moving on. So, yeah. So, Nora was like the bored kid in this in this last session, you know, kind of going... Let's do a thing. And then when, then when we finally get to a mall and she's like, oh, OK, I think I might want to break off and explore a little. She's treated like crap in front of her friends and like, never mind, because she doesn't want to be arrested and tossed out. Yeah. You know, sorry. No, no, no. It's cool because that's just how sometimes it works.
1: Well, the cool thing is that you're returning eventually to meet an actual shop owner. So
0: things could change. You never know. Or we might walk in with the shop owner. Just hang out with him.
1: Exactly. Like I said, things could change. You never know. Yep.
0: Never know. Or maybe that guy will get fired because I'll pretty woman him in front of his boss. You should
1: totally pretty woman him in front of his boss.
0: That would be cool. Yeah. Yeah. I just spent all this money. And do you know what he bought? Two quills. Two quills.
2: (laughs) well he's
0: like i bought some clothes no you bought two quills because it helps my narrative
1: there you go <laughs> yep so until our next D game that's all i'm i'm uh talking about for now
0: for now okay well let's wrap this up because even though we haven't been recording for long me and ben hadn't spoken in a while so we started recording well, extra late it's
1: almost a double episode at this point yeah So, yeah.
0: Well, cool. Good stuff. Tangents galore. (laughs) (laughs) No kidding. (laughs) So, if you'd like to talk about our tangents, you're a member of my D&D group, Misfits and Missing and actually listen to this, or you have strong feelings about anything we have spoken about. Maybe Gardens of the Galaxy is your favorite comic book. Maybe you like that Emperor Palpatine was brought back. Or maybe you're just one of those Jared Leto fans, and you want to let us know.
1: And you You want to let us know.
0: Let us know. Oh, I can't believe I walked past that one. <laughs> you can find us on Twitter. The show is at Boxfort Show. I am at Aludra's Pets. And Ben is at Ben Bumhoffer.
1: That is right. Um, If you want to send us an email, you can always send that to Show at gmail.com. And of course, we are on all of your favorite podcast platforms of choice. In fact, however you're listening to us right now, that's how you can find us.
0: In yeah. the future, exactly. Future. Ben is on other shows.
1: Yes. Um. In fact, uh, two other shows to be, to be certain. Um, one of them is called D and Discussion. So if you like D and D talk, you can always check that out. We talk about things from a player and a uh, DM perspective. And of course, I am also on Plus Five to Hits, which is a persistent campaign that is taking a little interlude right now, where I am a a, a grave cleric bunny person. So. I and have a lot of
0: adorable fun with that. and evil, and it's totally it's worth listening
1: terrifying. to. Terrifying. <laughs> Lots of fun.
0: Yes. Uh, so but much yeah, fun. New I want to do an evil campaign someday. Oh, yeah. yeah. It's, Sorry.
1: It's interesting. Sorry. It is interesting. Um, but, anyways, until uh, we wrap up uh, or until we get together again here at the Box it, hey, everybody, mm-hmm. be good to each other.
0: Thanks for listening.
1: Seriously, I can't believe that that uh, pull the thing out and then get the treasure and stuff is a Clash of Clans type thing. That's just
0: oh Oh, so yeah, absurd. and they, they do that in so many games, like so many match threes. Get that advertisement. It's a it's match like, three. I hate match threes.